Welcome back, everyone, to a special combo book club. Uh, normally, they put these on the premium network, on the MTR network. Uh, this is Chris here, and I got Deepom. Um, but since uh, life is hectic right now, we are doing part three of our Batman Rebirth rerun, and we're going to put this on uh, the non-premium feed, on the Character Corner feed. So uh, for all you guys who are listening and waiting for a Character Corner, we're hoping that this uh, uh, holds you over. Until we come back next month with uh, the Hulk character corner we're going to do. Uh, literally just, um, you know, the world's burning right now, so it's kind of hard to, you know, nail everything down. I know uh, Deepa and I have both been busy with work. It's weird. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I mean that, that's a good thing, though, right? You know, there are a lot of people out here who don't who are not busy at work uh, due to their... A thousand percent. Yeah, so we're... I we're only complain the... about it to, like, people I know are super good. Right, right. So, um... So it's a good problem to have, um, but we definitely want to do something for those of you uh, who are waiting on that character corner and those of you who um, weren't premium members. So if you are a premium member, those ones are the first two parts we did. Those are uh, issues one through 44, I believe. Uh, so we're doing uh, part three right now, which is uh, 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 issues 45 and 60 of Tom King's uh, Batman run. So I think the volumes break out into uh, the wedding, cold days, and then the tyrant wing. Uh, I think that covers 45 through 60. Um, so It also includes the secret files and the annual because yes. I, know, did, I know we all kind of read these and I read them when they came out. I want to start with the annual, but before I get to the annual, I want to read two new reviews we've got okay. on the Character Corner feed. Again, five-star reviews on the Character Corner feed. We'll read on the air. This one's from February 27th from Big Dick Ick. Well-deserved. I want to thank you guys for a few things. First and foremost, reigniting a long-lost love for DC comics and characters. I've been on Marvel side for so long that I forgot about DC's solid history and fantastic art and storytelling. Secondly, as a former Marine, I cannot stress to you how much it means to me that you guys actually said John Stewart was a former Marine. It's a small distinction, but an important one. Lastly, your three-part episode on Doctor Doom, homie, is crazy, and I'm much more afraid of him than I used to be. Keep up the good work. I forgot we did three parts on Doctor Doom. <laughs> Man, we've, wow, yeah. yeah. I'll say this. Um, People feel how they feel about the DC animated output these days, but John being a Marine is something they added to the JLU cartoon. And then they folded it in the comics. Yeah. And I think it actually adds a good layer to the character. I'm glad seeing that in like a, a, a review like that is like, why people, well, why are you giving the complicated backstory? Why do they have to be ex because it relates to someone? Absolutely. Someone out there feels more seen because they saw their. Dude, like this, I love, I love seeing stories like that, or like seeing like a little girls at cons dressed as their favorite characters. Like, this is the stuff that this is why comics connects us. It's cool. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the last one, uh, Magic JMS came in on March first. A dream come true. I've started from the beginning and now have listened to all of 2015. At this point, I know enough to give a five star review. I've been buying and reading comic books since the 1970s. This is my absolute favorite form format of any podcast. The idea, of a deep, the idea of a deep dive comics character by true comics enthusiasts spanning the full arc of the character in all its incarnations is a dream come true. I, have, I love the idea, and so far the episodes have looked, to each, have looked to the idea. Each time I learn something, and each time I want to go out and read more comics. In fact, I try to listen to more than two episodes a day because I'm trying to savor each one. <clears throat> is it perfect? No. At least back in 2015, no. The, the first note was me. Um, I desperately hope they improve their audio quality, which is my biggest gripe. And at least so far, it seems like the fellows can't decide if this is for hardcore comics fans or newcomers because they're inconsistent with how much they explain or expect you to know. But I'll live with these complaints because it's just a fantastic podcast. I'm thrilled to have so many episodes left to just explore. Magic JMS, thank you for the review. I imagine you'll hear this review in some three months' time, four months' time, if you're going right. out through it chronologically. Right. I still can't believe you've done it for five years. It's crazy to me. Jeez. When I told you, I'm like, we have to read this on the air. Wait, I had no what? Idea. We, we did. We've been doing this since 2015. Jesus Christ. Um, God damn. Um, That's really horrible. Yeah. Wow. It really is. Um, 
No, I'm 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 actually shocked. I'm glad that it's it is right. You know, it's it's kind of hard that that whole that comment. I don't even take it like a, as like criticism, no, but no, like, like that that comment about um you know whether it's for uh, hardcore fans or for newcomers. I mean, I guess the answer is yes because it's a little bit of both, right? <laughs> right. It's like it's it's well, and, and the thing about it, it really also depends on the character, right? Because some characters, like I'm assuming, we didn't. So he has not gotten to the Hawkman episode yet, clearly, because. <laughs> I hope you still think that's the Hawkman one because we vacillate on the level we're going into on that one. We're like, I'll talk more about this. That never happened. <laughs> and there's no in between. Right. I mean, sometimes it's like, and, that's a, and, and the same thing going back to the other one. It's like, uh, you know, the, the first one you read about, about DC Comics is the same thing. It's like, you know, we rack on DC all the time for some of their stuff, but like, you tend to forget like DC has some really good stories out there. They sometimes forget that they have really good stories out there and they redo it. I'm about to celebrate these 15 issues harder than anyone probably should. Right. But like, you know, um, you know, it, it's just it's 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 just a fun thing to kind of go back there and do. It's like, you know, we we just wrapped up. We're, we're you know we're, we're constantly changing the format. So right in, lately, we've been doing instead of doing a character, we've been doing these runs, kind of like the combo book club. So when we did the Claremont run, like that one, sometimes it's like you start going down a rabbit hole because we started with Claremont, and the next thing you know, you know, we're we're talking about, well, shit, we got it. We also got we just did X Men. We got to do the New Mutants too. And then, I mean, we kind of got to talk about X Factor. It's like it's, it is spiraled out of control <laughs> to these things. But I think that's the beauty of comics, right? It's it starts off with this. It starts off as one book, right? You know, it's, it's one book. You read one book, and next thing you know, you're, you're reading two. Then it's three. Next thing you know, you have a you know, you're having conversation with your bank saying that no, no, you really did mean to spend a hundred dollars <laughs> at this comic shop out of the middle of nowhere. Right. It's just, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a fun thing. And I'm glad that people, um, I'm glad people, uh, have took around that long and listened and, uh, have enjoyed what we've done. It's, it, it, it's what keeps it so that when things like, you know, what's happened last month, we've been really, really busy and we can't do, uh, the shows that we want to do. It makes you go like, we're not ending it. We're just, we have to delay, but we're going to, we're going to put those shows out there. It's what keeps us going. So also um, at this point, I have a list of things I've reread over this pandemic. Right. <laughs> Talk about any time. Right. <laughs> right. Like once life settles down for Chris and I, you may get a lot more content. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. This is, this is, this has been both a, a, a blessing and a curse. Cause <laughs> yeah, we, we, we both worked very hard and, right. and, um, we've had a lot of things pay off for us personally in the last couple of weeks, so hopefully things will settle down some as we kind of find whatever normal is going to be for the foreseeable future, mm-hmm. and we can go from there. And we'll talk more about the foreseeable future on this week's Insanity Check, because I hate myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to hear more, Deepom, uh and uh, me, we're, we're, doing a, we're doing a two for today, and there's also going to be Insanity Check, so that's going to be, that's going to be great. It already hurts. Right. It should all right, so let's jump into this. You wanted to start with the uh, the annual? Yeah, um, the second story is the Grim Knight story. It leads into the Batman Who Laughs stuff, which is kind of a larger DCU thing. The first story is the story. It opens with basically a narration from Alfred Pennyworth about the call he got that one night. And you see how the call changed his life and how he became the ward, or, or excuse me, the, the caretaker of Bruce Wayne. And then it flashes you to the present. Alfred's sitting by the phone at three in the morning, waiting for another call. And it's a book, it's a story we get sometimes, but not always as deftly told. The story from the sidekick's point of view. But like even watching Alfred get out of the bed and like put on his tux and explain how passively aggressive he was eating the mint off his pillow. <laughs> you get the questions. Mm-hmm. Why do you put your own life aside? Why do you look after him, Alfred? Because he needs to be too. He's Batman and world's relying on him. Like he is Batman's safety net. And he's the one who takes care of Batman, who takes care of the rest of us. So it's, I don't know, I thought it was really well done. And then it ends with Alfred having to get physical to defend Bruce, who'd been knocked unconscious over the course of the night. Mm -hmm. And he gets Bruce to Leslie Tompkins, who, you know, 
pretty much diagnosed them both the same thing. Too hard-headed to know when to stop and sit down for five fucking seconds. And the closer with Bruce bringing him breakfast in bed and saying that Cassandra and Duke are taking patrol and he's staying in tonight. It's the night of all nights. I wouldn't want you to worry. He says, why? What's tonight? And the pullback of Father's Day. Mm-hmm. Bro. Yo. Yeah. That's a fucking story, man. Yeah. Well, is that, and it also ties into uh, later on uh, mm-hmm. in, in issue 50 where, where they, he, when they're setting up for the wedding that ended up happening, foil alert. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, you know, when Bruce, he's talking to Bruce and he's like, well, who do you want to be the other witness for the, for the marriage with, with Selena? You know, you want to call him Master Dick? You're going to call him uh, Clark? He's like, well, no, I assume you'd be there. Right? It's like that moment, like you realize that Alfred is not just a psychic. Alfred's, Alfred's basically his father. You Alfred know? raised him. Right. Alfred ra- has raised him and been there for him though, this entire time. And so, you know, it's, um, yeah, man, that, that, that's, that's, it, 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 it hits you. It, it gets you in the. And it's Tom Taylor. So if you guys have read Vision or Mr. Miracle or, um, hell, if you're reading Deceased or the Injustice 2 book, you know how good he is, and he pulls it off at every panel. It's amazingly done. Mm-hmm. Now let's talk about fucking Booster. God, I hate fucking Booster Gold. <laughs> so I, I am on the record I, on this podcast defending Booster Gold. I know, and, and, I, and I know. That's literally why I have in bold in my notes, Booster Gold is an idiot, and I'm never a fan of Booster Gold. Because I feel like anytime Booster Gold's involved, we have to say that. I have to say this, you have to say what you have to say, and I'm just like, we agree to disagree. <laughs> we move on. But, um, well, before we even get to that, and just kind of walking through these issues, what we, what we get here is starting with 45 on you really start getting and and when i was reading it myself i didn't get it that way but now that i'm going back and rereading this entire run you understand like it's at this point that you get the larger story of things coming together of of and you don't know this at this point with with this but that bane is going about his story of breaking the bat and This is all about proving out this idea that Bruce Wayne can't be happy because if Bruce Wayne is happy, then he can't be Batman. He can't be happy and be Batman at the same time. Um, and you're going to get that throughout this entire 15 issues of kind of laying that out and, and watching slowly as each of these things are taken from him. So Booster Gold, who's an idiot, uh, decides that he's going to get um bruce wayne the the uh, batman the gift of all gifts for his birthday and he's going to uh basically save um save martha and 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 thomas wayne to show uh bruce that this is what life could have been but see you're not really happy and this is what like it's the most complicated dumbest thing i've ever heard in my life but it's also (laughs) on brand for booster gold very much so. Um, and I like how you said that about this entire run, really, the whole run itself, Breaking the Bat. It's really just an extended version of Nightfall. Dude, we don't talk. <laughs> we, don't, we don't talk before we do these. We, we really don't. I try not to at this point, but I literally have in my notes that basically what you get with this run is you get the better version of Nightfall. Yeah. Because it's showing you, is, is br- everybody thinks about Nightfall, how great the Nightfall run is. I, I implore you to go read that. We, you know, or listen to our Batman character corner. We did, and we talked about it. It's, it's fine, but it's not as... It's good. It's just super condensed. It's really... Con- yeah, and, and it's not... And part of that is the, is the, is the uh, Brian Michael, Michael Bendising of comic books that have happened since 2011. Right. Decompression. Right. But also, like, you need to let this breathe some. This is your breaking of characters who's been around for 60 years or 80 years, and so... They did it in this and, motherfucker. I and, say that much. And, 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 well, and the other thing too is, I think a lot of people think that when they think of Bane breaking the Batman's back, it's literally just the physical aspect of it. They, mm-hmm. they, a lot of people ignore everything else that Bane did in, in Nightfall that really showed that Bane is actually a fucking tear. You know, it's not just his physically being able to match Batman. It's more importantly the strategy and his 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 way of being able to strategically break down Bruce and, 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 and Batman that way. That's what actually makes Bane 
such a uh, uh, an interesting villain for Batman. And so what Tom King did here is he he shows that. And so you get basically what ends up being 85, 84, 85 issues of the long con of 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 Bane in for the for the, after a while after that first defeat of Bane after Bane's been put com- comatose into Arkham after the the first the, the first uh, the first, that that run you kind of forget about it until you start seeing him come back and forth and you're like wait a minute is Bane running Arkham what's going on here um and yeah. you see that here and so um I think that's what makes this run so good and I think it's also what kind of catches people off guard when they read it month to month it's like right. y- you might not if you if you were reading month to month you might you're only looking to the next issue, you're not seeing the full picture here. Going back and rereading you can't see the forest it, for the trees. Exactly. Going back and reading this, I mean, it's, it's masterful. Like I, there's a moment here later on, and I'm jumping around here, but I think it's in um during the Tyrant Wing when uh Penguin goes to, to Arkham to meet uh Bane because he's been summoned back by Bane after Bane had <clears> Penny <throat> killed. Um, and he's sitting there. Skeets is on the ground. Yep. I didn't notice that the first time I read this. I didn't. And I was like, oh shit. This is okay. That's wow. You know? And so anyway, but yeah. Um yeah. So uh this 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 little I think it's three issues. Uh it's called the gift. And um <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um We'll continue to defend Mr. Gold. However, not good for the case. Right. I mean this is I mean pretty terrible for the case and and um but you see it's one of those things of you this is what happens when you're trying to fix batman you yeah. know and, and basically yeah. and basically what booster did he said he got the idea of when something similar happened to to clark and to superman and i'm like yeah but batman and superman ain't the same also and, that ended super poorly and it was mongol taking over his mind right you know he kind of forgets some of the context of things that happen. It's really important to not skimmer history with kids. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, um, so we're living in a world, so you're living in a world that, um, Thomas and Martha Wayne are alive. Bruce Wayne isn't Batman. Uh, Dick Grayson is Batman with <laughs> guns. Um, all the guns, all the guns. Um, uh, Jason Todd, uh, <laughs> it makes thriving. Huh? Oh, Jason yeah. Todd is thriving. Oh, Jason Todd is thriving, making uh, anti, uh, which I thought was just so ironic, anti theft devices for vehicles that electrocute jokers. <laughs> and you try to take their tires. Because, yeah, try to take them. Uh, right, of course. <laughs> right. Jim Drake is nerding it up somewhere. Right. Um, Wayne Tech. Yep. Um, Duke is comatose. Um, Yo. Yeah. I gotta go read that signal book. I keep forgetting how deep and weird the backstory is. Right. Um and uh, Hal Jordan's gone crazy. Yeah, were you open with Hal Jordan willing himself to kill himself? Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we entered something crazy. Right, right, right. It also sets up here as some crisis. Yes, yes. They break some fucking booster. Oh, um, yeah. At the end, when he's still trying to get the spot of blood off his glass, his visor, because he still sees it. Because basically what happens is yeah. Booster Gold, uh, so after he realizes he's fucked up, he decides, well, all I got to do is go and tell. It's, it's going to be easy. I can fix this. Because first of all, anytime Booster Gold says that he can just fix something. Brace yourself. Yes. Um, so he's like, all I got to do is just show, tell Bruce that he's Batman and tell him what happened. Um, and what ends, up, what ends up happening is Bruce Wayne is like, uh, No. <laughs> I'm happy I got my parents, so I'm not going to, like, Bruce, for some reason, thinks that he tells he's going to tell Bruce the truth, and Bruce is going to go about his life and, and turn everything around, and everything will be fine again. And, um, yeah, Bruce is like, no. Bruce is like, pa- fuck that. Yeah, I have, I have my parents. I'm, I'm happy. I don't want to be Batman. Even though the world around them has gone to complete shit. Um, yes. Uh... Booster ends up going and breaking uh, an insane Selena Kyle out of very crazy. Yeah, doesn't say anything about Meow the entire time. Um, out of out of prison where she has been locked up for uh, mass murder. 
um, thinking that if he brings Selena to Bruce, then that will prove that, see, he's, you know, that the true love of your life, and boom, bing, bang, boom, everything will be fine. Nope, what ends up happening is Selena ends up killing Thomas Wayne. Dick Grayson shows up, ends up killing Martha Wayne. It becomes a slaughter slaughterhouse. Uh, and then uh, Bruce ends up shooting Dick Grayson, in the, who's in the Batman costume, in the head. It gets fucked up. Completely. Everything goes crazy. Uh, Alfred and, and Bruce end up locking Booster Gold in the basement. Oh, uh, that's right. Uh, in the first, first part of this, uh, Batman, um, I mean, Bruce ends up shooting Skeets and destroying Skeets, so Booster can't jump, uh, can't uh, time travel. Suboptimal. Yeah, suboptimal. Um, long story short, they, they, uh, Booster, uh, Bruce uh, builds Skeets back up, and he wants Booster time travel back to the day that, uh, not the day that his parents, that he thinks is originally his parents died, but the date that uh, Dick Grayson showed up as Batman and, and killed his uh, mom and, and Selena killed his dad. Uh, Booster and Skeets end up tricking him, going all the way back to the original time that uh, his parents were shot. Here's where I thought it got interesting. D- did, did Booster cause all of this? And what I mean by that is, Bruce's parents going down that aisle, that, that that alley only go down there because they hear the commotion on the rooftop, which is the two booster goals fighting Bruce Wayne. Right. Is all of this booster gold's fault? No. <laughs> I think there's certain things in causality that, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, right. As pillars of this right. universe, you're mean for doing that to booster. <laughs> right. You're mean. Right. But no, I don't think, uh, yeah, I don't think so either, but I'm just, cause I, I, I do think it's one of those things that, and we, we've played with this before in DC and in Marvel, where there are just some things that always happen. It's like uh, the whole thing with Doomsday Clock, you know? Yeah. Doomsday Clock did some of that stuff as well. So I, I, I definitely didn't want to go and kind of completely blame that Bruce's parents always died, because, but in this case, they definitely did. He, he didn't pull the trigger. No, he didn't pull the trigger. Um, but... Um, yeah, and so this 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 uh, timeline is Bruce Wayne ended up shooting himself in the head when his parents die in front of Booster Gold, and that blood gets on his visor, and Booster is um let's just say damaged after that, hmm. broken if you will. Yeah, a little bit broken. Um, and then he goes back to the normal timeline and tells Bruce and Selena what actually happened, and like I said, it's that thing he keeps seeing the splat of blood on his visor, and he keeps trying to clean his visors off, um, because he keeps seeing the blood, can't get it off, so. But it 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 kind of it 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 it, it kind of sets the groundwork for this whole thing of one, the world needs Batman because there's also another thing uh, cl- comes up is uh, at one point Booster again Booster is also kind of crazy so he's also talking a lot so he's talking to um uh, you know the crazy Selena he's kind of telling him that you know it was a joke about how he he doesn't sew costumes so we're talking about Ted Cord and he was like yeah I looked him, looked him up in this timeline but um turns out that they all went. Him and the other superheroes went to go go defeat Starro, uh, but because Batman wasn't there and Batman's a greatest strategist, they all died. Yep. So again, it shows you this 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 whole thread of like the importance of Batman in the universe and what happens when he's not there. Um, it, Which is almost kind of what Nightfall did too, because what they did was they took Bruce Wayne out of the cow mm-hmm. and put a gun-toning psychopathic Batman under it. Um, I'm just saying, I'm saying, I mean, look, there's yeah. just a lot of parallels. Right. Um, and it's this whole thing of, it also builds up this relationship with Bruce and his father, right? And, and really lean on that. And when right. you get later on this, 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 uh, this run, that really kind of hammered home with the Flashpoint Thomas Wayne. So it's, it's a really good, it, com- it feels like it comes out of nowhere. And, and again, Bruce Gold is an idiot. I'm always going to say that. However, it, to me, it also does a really good job of kind of setting up uh, the rest of the rest of these three three uh, volumes of setting up like what what happens if Bruce Wayne gets happy. It, it starts starts that question of what happens when Bruce Wayne gets gets happy. What happens if he gets what yeah. he wants and and everyone else just fends for themselves? Because it's, it's a whole thing of people always asking. It's like, well, can't somebody else do it? Why does it have to be Bruce? Why does it have to be him? And you see, it's 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 that pain that he turns into this determination 
um, right. that drives him, and he needs that. And that then kind of goes into the, the next, uh, I think, two parts, which is the one with Joker. You know, um, when Joker shows up and is decided he's going to slaughter uh, uh, a wedding party because he's heard on the grapevine that, that Catwoman and Batwoman, Batman are getting married. And Joker's a little jealous. I love the two Joker issues. Oh, they're great. They're great. I mean, it's Joker singing the Batman song from Batman 66. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, yeah. stop. I have a hostage. You move even one inch, one inch, one teeny tiny inch. And now huh, maybe I won't I suppose I just did. Any of you alive? I need a hostage. Right. <laughs> well, it's this thing of you one is it shows you how crazy the Joker is, as always. Right. Yes. Um, but then also th- this and then particularly the next one with him and Selena kind of yeah. really digs into what that relationship for between Batman and Joker is. And how Joker feels thrill threatened by what what's happening with Selena. Like you can't make him happy because if you make him happy, he can't be Batman. And, and then when will I do? Then what will I be? Yeah. You know? And I love I'm, it when he, shoot, when he shoots Batman. How about this? If you're dead, raise your hand high in the air, proudly shout, I'm very dead. If you're not dead, just open your eyes and furiously plan my inevitable downfall. Mm-hmm. Ah, I see. Not dead. <laughs> also love the, the idea there's two powers in the world good, evil, God, Satan, Batman, Kite Man. Like he has not gotten over the he has not gotten over the kite man thing. <laughs> I you know, yeah. you know, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate not getting over the kite man thing. I don't know if I would either. You know, my downfall was brought to brought about by Kite Man. Come on. Um But yeah, like it's it's is this and so he ends up um uh uh blowing up uh he had a bomb in the in the cross and uh, so uh, Joker and, and Batman are kind of uh, put down and Selena comes in and Selena kind of fights Joker a little bit. Uh, she cuts him in the throat uh, with her, with her, with her claws and he shoots her. So they're both kind of holding on the room so they bl- don't bleed out. And they have, they have, uh, they have a conversation, which is, um, I've never, I think that's a weird part of this. I've never, I've never really read the Joker have like, what seems like almost like a normal conversation. Right. And and that's what made this to me. This is what made me really like this this other issue was I've never seen him like have a normal conversation with another criminal, if you will, right? And he's just mm. talking about how different, you know, Selena was. He's like, "You never laughed at my jokes." You know? Talking about how close they were and like he was like, "Well, I was closer I was closer to 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 I'm I'm closer to to Harvey. You know, he can go both ways, right? He can go both sides. He is both yeah. sides, right? They're making that joke." He's yes. Right. He's chaos. Because um, she was like, I thought you were closer to uh, Oswald. She's like, no, he's always too straight. He's, he's more of a straight up criminal and has a criminal mind. I need a little bit more of that chaos piece here. Uh, they joke about, they, they were joking about Enigma Cyburns. <laughs> it's even funnier, as we're talking about this, you're right, because when other villains talk about the Joker, it's with fear or like, don't fuck with that guy. Or like Luther, where at the mm-hmm. very least, least, it's like, he terrifies me. Let me keep my eye on him. Right. With Selena, it's never felt like she's been afraid of the Joker. Right. And, and so you get this, you get this real conversation between the two of them. And there's also jokes. He's like, listen, can you do me a favor? Can you like, uh, I can't take my hand off my throat because I'll bleed out. But can you like reach over and like load my gun for me so I can shoot you in the face? <laughs> she's like, oh man, I would. But see, like if I take my hand off this wound that I'm going to bleed out and I won't be able to do it. He's like, ah, oh, touche, damn. You know, it's like, it's, 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 it's. It's kind. Of, it's, it's a fun. It's, it's a Joker story, so it's kind of funny, but then also it's tragic too. He just yeah. he keeps going around, you know, the whole thing about you can't, you know, I'm doing this to save him. You know, you can't make him happy, and he can't be Batman and, and be happy at the same time. He just can't. And so it plants that seed in 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 Selena's head that comes in. Of, I also love that they talk about like some of the weird things about the villains. Why does the Penguin have an umbrella? Right, <laughs> but the thing is, if you've read Jeff Jones's Flash, he answers it right because <laughs> right. it does it in the, in the issue with um Girder, Double Down, and Nightwing. God, mm-hmm. I read too many comics, yeah. 
Yeah. It, it, it was, was funny. really funny. But he yeah, was, he was the like, whole what? thing tying back to what is Batman? Who is Batman? Mm-hmm. Is it and like we talked about before? Scott Snyder's thing was who is Batman from a what is the symbol? Mm-hmm. This is what makes Batman. Right. And it's a same explanation, same exploration, different answers. And it's very interesting. Right. I, I like watching Selena and Joker. It's so weird to call it Joker. It's watching them just talk. Yeah. As they both lay, as far as they know, dying. Right. You know? And it's, it's, you know, it, it, it's, like I said, to me, it's, it might also be the sanest I've seen Joker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Cause, like, it all makes sense. Cause it was, that was the thing, too. It's like, they were, the reason why they were joking on Enigma, cause they were like, yeah, Enigma brother thinks that it's all just an act, that you're not really crazy, that you just want everybody to think you're crazy, you know? Which is the whole thing yeah. that they kind of late kind of plays into what she says about Batman and, and, and her letter to, to Bruce and, and, and the wedding issue. She's talking about how he wants everyone to see, not see his eyes and not see the true man that's underneath there, right? So it's all really kind of just an act. Don't want to hide the fact that he's like, you know, he's a scared little child that's there. Um, and so, like I said, this I, I really, really enjoyed that issue. I, I'd almost forgotten about it when I was rereading this stuff, and then I reread it again. I was like, oh, that's right. This is a, that is a really good, that's a really good issue. That kind of gets down to the heart of it. And like here, it, it's like that idea of seeing, you know, when, when, when your, 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 um, your friend is about to get married and the best friend starts thinking that the new woman is going to get in between them. That's literally kind of what happens here. You don't think of it that way, but like Joker thinks of it that way. It's like, it's Joker and Batman. It can't be Joker, Catwoman and Batman. Batman. What? What? No, this can't be a third wheel. What's going to happen to me now? You know, so I, I, I love how he says I could make him happy. I could kill everyone. Right? <laughs> yeah. On on me, never you. Right. He's so easy. He'd be so happy. He'd love me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like that's not. The, but he wouldn't be Batman then. So what? The, what basically? What's the fun in that? You know. So and it kind of again, it, it it's something small, but it gets into that 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 piece, that kind of. And it ends with Selena laughing when Joker, you know, passes out from t- trying to take his hand off his his, his throat and, and and shoot her shoot her dead and passes out and can't do it. She's up laughing and when again the whole thing started with they were talking about how Selena never laughed at any of his jokes. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, and then we get to issue fifty. Man. Um. Which well, is let's, at the end of 49, he says, when Batman's coming out of it, he says, he didn't get what he wanted. Yeah. But he did. He did. Absolutely. Let's talk about the talk around 51st. Okay. Because when 50 drops, you and I are very excited. Mm-hmm. But the lead have become kind of marred. Because as we all know, when big event comics happen, they have to leak things to the media, leak things to the press. This time it wasn't DC, apparently. This time it was someone outside who had gotten their eyes on or hands on a uh, preview copy. And all the thing that people heard was the wedding doesn't happen. Mm-hmm. And the horseshit outrage on the internet. We were promised wedding, bro. Why is there a wedding? Hey, you don't know these aren't real people, one, you jackasses. Mm-hmm. And two, it's not the end of the run. Right. What are you doing? Weddings are endings. Do you want this run to end? Weddings are endings. Well, not only that, but if you're reading the actual yeah, words. Well, that's the other thing. Yeah. If you're reading what's going up to here, the, you're, you're literally going, you're, you're leading to this whole thing of, and not even just the, the uh, you know, starting with 45, even before then, we start counting all the different ways of every, shit. Going back to the, the, the beginning with, with, with Gotham and Gotham Girl, you know, when the minute that Bruce thinks that maybe just maybe I can, I can try something different and I can look past what's currently in front of me and at a time when I don't have to put the cape and cowl on, it was taken from him. Like right. at every single moment. Also, there is the whole thing with his father saying, don't be Batman. And like, it's, it's all there. Oh, this entire, and again, I'm with you. Like, 
I, I think that when 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 we when when this pandemic is over and things come back forward, I know we'll talk about this on the mailbag coming in May, and we're not doing one uh, this month. Um, I know they're doing some more. You know, I've seen DC. I don't know if Marvel's doing it, but they're doing more direct to 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 comic shop distributions of comics now, which huh, about time. Um, right. I was like, sorry, Diamond. I mean, you, you guys took you guys this long to figure out that maybe you should just cut out the middle fucking man and go straight. Okay, whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Um, but anyway, like when we we know that the industries are going to change, and what I'm hoping that this one of the changes is they stop doing this. You need to at some point you need to stop giving preview copies, and then when you and, or do like you do with us uh, in the movie industry, when you give us previews, you tell people if you start spoiling things beforehand, you're cut off because. Right. Like spoiling that the wedding didn't happen, it made everybody talk about that, like you said, and missed all the pieces of not just the issue, but all the issues before it. You know, that kind of lead up to this point. Like that point, if you thought that that issue was going to end with a wedding between Batman and Catwoman, you have not been reading the issues. What book are you reading? You have not been reading it. You haven't been. Like the end of 49 with the Joker, and she's laughing at that. Like, it's they're basically telegraphing it right then, when when she picks up Holly in the in the in the in the in the issue, and Holly's also like, yeah, you're gonna make him happy, He's gonna be, and she's leaning into that about making him happy, and, and you can just see Selena's face turning, and you're like, she's gonna ditch. Also beautiful art. Oh, it's great art. Oh yeah, love it. I love it. You know, um, and and again, when you see why it happened. At the end, you have to understand that it's like, okay, there's clearly this is not the end. Because you also have Bane. And you know Bane is trying to break the bat. And in the end, that's what he got. He got, once again, giving Bruce that moment of hope, happiness and then snatching it away from him. I love that they've known who Bruce was since the first night. Oh, yeah, that was great. I love that. <laughs> but she's like, he, but but he'll he'll never forgive me if I tell you how to actually get into the <laughs> into, into way manner. See your way in, right? So you gotta, you know, I know you know how to be here. I also love. I mean, yeah, we find out that Holly has been is, is has to work for for Bane at this point. But I love the fact that she goes so happy when she saw. Wait, this is his house. Wait, this is your house. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love the fact that uh, they had to get a Judge Wolfman drunk. <laughs> So that he wouldn't remember. Well, he was going to get drunk himself. They should have get him. Right, right. I'm sorry. Right, I'm sorry. Sorry. They had to get him while he was super drunk, so he wouldn't forget. <laughs> so he forget what he signed and what he did. Um, and the secret marriage they were putting together. Um, yeah, like all that stuff. There, like we talked about before, him asking Alfred to be the witness for him, one of the witnesses. Um, mm-hmm. and and then you get that moment where Selena realizes she can't. She can't do it. She jumps off the rooftop. Um, and and then, like I said, then you you end with seeing what has really happened and who's really behind all this, and that is Bane and Arkham with Bruce's father. If at that point you still can't, you're still you're still whining about a wedding, right? I can't help you there. I, 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 there's nothing I can say to you at that point. You've missed the point. Right? But it's also a point that we all know, right? All of us already in the back of our mind had to have had this idea of, wait, he's really going to marry Catwoman? Because here's the other thing, too. I remember when people, when the, when the wedding was announced, when, he, when they showed the images of him proposing to her, people freaked out about that. Yep. And then when it didn't happen, people were then, I'm like, I, this is one of the things where I feel like, you know, I just got, you got to cut out the noise. You just got to cut off the noise because people want it both ways. They want to both be happy when they thought he was going to settle down. And then when it doesn't happen, well, you promise us this. I, we didn't, first of all, they didn't promise you shit. If you've, been, read, if you've been reading comics and you thought you were promised a goddamn thing, when, when did you start reading comics? Wait, you must be new. You must be fucking new. Like, here, spoiler alert. If you think that, if you think that mutants are safe on Kroka <laughs> during, the, during a Hickman run, <laughs> the joy is knowing that the, the fall is coming. <laughs> I'm sorry, it just is. You know? And to me, I think that the great thing about 
the way Tom King sets up Breaking the Bat. Because this is the first part, right? And then the next other parts later on show the further breaking of Batman, right? Of total, the, like, th- this is Nightfall times 10. Like, this is you, get the, you, get, you get the idea, you get to finally realize that this has all been one planet. Yeah, it's all, it's all linked together. From the, plane, like, from the plane going down. Right, from the beginning. Because it, also in that picture, when, um, when, when you, every time you see, when, when there was, I, I think it was in front of, wasn't in front of Holly, but it was like later on in front of uh, Penguin. It's everybody. It's, I think it's Freeze is there. Uh, uh, Hugo Strange is there. Skeet, yeah. like every, like it's all been part of Bane's plan to completely break Batman, you know, and, and to break Batman. And cement himself as Batman's greatest villain. Exactly. Which after the, I'm You can make argu- arguments to the, to the contrary, but... Joker is his perfect counterpart, but his perfect villain, that's Bane. Yes. Yes. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. You know? To, to match him for plan to plan and, and the strategy of this whole thing? Yeah. Um, and, and, and I think that Part of the thing that makes part of the thing that makes Batman what, what makes Batman comics so sad. And people always like, why is DCU Batman everything? And it's because one, he's one of their few top rated, if not only top rated, human only, with no powers, characters. He's oddly enough, even though he's super rich, the most relatable because you can under you. While while yes, people bring oh, how can super rich be be relatable? You relate to him through his pain and suffering. That's what we always right. do. Like that and, is what connects and the ability to move forward through it. And that is what connects everybody to Batman. Like everybody, when when and this is why I ignore all those Twitter debates and Twitter talk about Batman on Twitter. Oh, me, like too. me too. Because it's like I, I understand that people don't get it. Right? They see a they see a rich dude running around rooftops, and that's right. That's about it. But that also kind of when you're reading when you're reading the, the letters that 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 Bruce and Selena sent either back from the um. The uh, uh, I am suicide run uh, 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 issues there, or even from this one here in fifty, you can see it. It's like you gotta look beyond that, right? You people that only see Batman as Bruce Wayne, a rich, rich ass white dude in in a, in a bat costume, you're only seeing that outward appearance that he wants you to see, that the writers want right. you to see. The underneath of it, what you really have here is you have a you have a pained young man who took that pain. And powered through it, and and turned it into his own obsession that is built off of the real human emotions of fear, uh, pain, uh, obsession, and all this stuff. All these real things that I don't care how rich or poor you are, you can all relate to all that shit. You know what those feelings are. You know what that you know what that anger feels like. You know what you know what being scared feels like. Um, what was it? It was um, so when the next one we started talking about cold days when Bruce is kind of and I'm not going to jump too far into it right now because I still want to stay on 50 when he was talking about uh, uh, that feeling of uh, of when his parents died to the jury and stuff like that. Right. Like that's that's Batman. That's what's really there. Yeah. Right. And I think that's that makes it a hero. Exactly. And I think that's what makes him so relatable to people because you can see that it's 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 as close as you're gonna get in 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 DC to like their version of Spider-Man, where it's like anybody can be a man. No, everybody can't be Batman. However, everybody understands that that the motivations of Batman, and and I think that's what always drives people too. That's why the comic books sell so well. Yeah, he's got the crazy villains and he's got the cool bat gear and stuff like that. But in the end of the day, it's the very very real emotion, and 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 it's the people around him. When you get like. <laughs> the other one's my favorite issues <laughs> when Dick Grayson is trying to cheer him up. Yo. That, that stuff, right? It's like it's all there. That's it's all Batman. real. Right. That's that's Batman. It's all there. He's not some loner who does everything by himself. He has an entire support system around him that gets him. That that moments he had with Alfred, those real moments, you get that. You have that person in your life that is either your father or is a father-like figure or a mother or a mother-like figure. Like you have that person in your life that you know, is there for you no matter what, who backs your play no matter what, no matter how wrong or right you are, are always going to be there for you. And so you would do anything for them when the time comes. Like, you know what that is. And that's what, that's what drives people to this character and why, right. why, why they love it. And so to me, 
50 kind of really gets that. You get that moment. Like you, if you just look at it as, oh yeah, you know, they just wrote, they played with our emotion. They didn't give us a wedding, blah, blah, blah. Like, did you read what Selena said? Selena they Selena, killed his parents again. They killed his parents again. Selena I leaves mean, him. What happened. We got to watch him go through the same emotional trauma of his parents dying again. Right. And last time it made Batman. <clears throat> right. This time it was designed to unmake Batman. Mm-hmm. The, the, but yeah. for us, that's always a story. It's a backstory. Now we're living in it. Mm-hmm. We're living in the emotional fallout of Selena not showing up to the rooftop. Him second guessing himself enough to put himself on a jury. Yeah. Because him him being in such a dark place that Dick feels the need to be with him. Mm-hmm. Because Bruce was there for him when his parents died. Right. And he knows the hit he just took. Right. And and knowing that well also it goes back to the, the whole thing with uh, the whole thing with the origin of Tim Drake of you know when Batman's com- motion to compromise he needs a Robin he needs yeah and that. I don't think Damien's up for this Bro, no 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 <laughs> no not for not for the, mm, yeah mm, no, no, no not little Damien right now I don't know if Damien Damien is emotionally <laughs> mature enough to handle uh what he needs to to, to give to, to give to, to get to get uh Bruce to laugh you know <laughs> <laughs> like 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 Dick did, you know. It's it's, but you need that, and <clears throat> and and even then, when Selena leaving in fifty, was Selena leaving him? You knew it wasn't because she didn't love him. You knew it wasn't because she she thought she was doing the right thing because she thought he needed to be the she she thought he couldn't she can't make him happy and let him be Batman and the world needs Batman. She thought the same thing he thinks he can't be happy in Batman. Mm-hmm. Right. And he'll never, and he'll never, he'll never not try to do both. So I have to make this decision for him. You know? Yeah. Um, and so then you get that, uh, after that, is it the, the decoration issues next or is it the one with, I think it's the one with. It goes freeze then decoration. All right. Yeah. He beats the fuck out of Mr. Freeze. <laughs> he whips Victor's ass. <laughs> It's one of those like it, it, it's one of those things. that's like when uh, Octavius uh, becomes Spider uh, becomes Peter and realizes that Peter was holding back all those years. It's like <laughs> Freeze is like, yo, I fought Batman before, but like, whew, that wasn't Batman. <laughs> that was an angry something. Because um, three women are dead, and all the evidence that Batman sees is pointing to the fact that it was Victor Freeze. Women are all the same ages as his wife. They had, they all died of like uh, and they had a drop of temperature in their in their brains and so after uh, the coroner missed it but Batman caught it um, and that's that's and so Victor Freeze is on 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 trial for uh, for the murder of these women and 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 is sentenced to death but the backstory of the the real story of this is Bruce Wayne has decided that he wants to be on this jury for um. For Victor Freeze's uh, murder trial, when you find out is Bruce is trying to prove that Victor is innocent because the overall arc here is in his anger, in his in his distraction. Batman made a mistake. Yeah, he he saw the evidence that he wanted to see, and that was planted there for him, to, and didn't do his normal due diligence. And it turns out that Victor Freeze, even though he confesses a crime, even though the evidence pointed there, it turns out that Victor was probably is very, very much innocent. And this was all a setup. And so Bruce then, and this is again, when you when you put this all in the context of this is Bane's plan, what you end up having here is Bruce has to convince his fellow jury members that Batman is not infallible. And that Batman makes mistakes and that you can't trust in Batman because, and, and the ending of this is, is it's, it's a three, I think it's a, either a two or a three issue arc. And the end is where that one woman who is, is Christian is talking about how, you know, she has faith in God and stuff like that. And he was like, yeah, you have your faith in God. God is because 
He's infallible. Yeah, you can't. God doesn't make mistakes. But you all treat Batman the same way. That Batman doesn't make mistakes. And so you, so everybody's answer to why Victor Freeze is is innocent and that it couldn't possibly be any other choice is because you all basically fall back on the word of because Batman said so. And so, again, Bruce is now put in the position where one he had to bribe himself onto this jury, and then. He has to then convince these people to go against everything that they, they that they've been led to believe. These are people that are in who have lived in Gotham who have been saved by Batman. I don't want to say that almost everybody in the room when he said, How many of you have been saved by Batman? Almost every single one of them raised their hand. You know, and he has to convince them that Batman may have made a mistake and to let Freeze go. And that he's innocent. It's again, again, in the context of Bane. Another example of breaking the bat. Yep. And then it gets worse. Yes. It gets worse. It gets better first. It, and gets, then it, gets worse. it, it doesn't. Because Dick came to help. Well, I'm, I'm saying, some. well, I'm saying it gets better because those issues are fucking hilarious up until the end. <laughs> you grunt, I'll, I'll grunt, you make puns. No. <laughs> I'm telling you, turn this way. Right. Right. Right, you know, it's 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 it. You can see you crazy get, quilt and condiment man, right? <laughs> Phantom Pharaoh, right? Oh, Wait, mummy was Pierce. he? No, was he? Was he? A, was he a fan of mummies? No, <laughs> no, Dick. No, don't say it. He's a fan. Tom, like come on, like come on, like it's like the, the Dick Grace's puns are ridiculous when he's in the in the in the um. Uh, in the cave, and he's like, "Watch, I can throw my uh, I can throw, my, I, I can throw this in the land thirty-seven times. If I beat it, you gotta give me a penny." And he goes, "I want the big one, the big penny in the thing." And he finally yeah. gets Batman to, cry, to to laugh, but then Batman kind of breaks down, saying that you know he finally lets that crack come through, and and Dick's trying to tell him it's like it's okay to not be okay. Oh, other thing too, we forgot to mention at the end of uh, when the jury finds Victor Freeze um innocent, Batman. Takes all, goes back to his older costume. He feels like he yep. hasn't earned the right to, to to he hasn't earned the right back to to earn to to wear his newer costume because like he made a almost a very fatal mistake here. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, every, I mean everything's great in those two Dick Grayson episodes until KGB shows up and shoots Dick Grayson in the head. Like. Now, for those of you who aren't deep cut Batman fans, there is a debate if Batman's ever killed while in the cow. 1980s, late 80s, he's fighting KGBs who's trying to assassinate the president. He can't stop it. Eventually, he lures into a fight into a, I think, an access tunnel off the subway. He tricks him in there and locks the door and seals it behind him and just leaves his ass. And for years, it was like, a, did Batman kill that guy? It was Red Comics where, of course, he got out, but the idea that Batman could kill the KGB exists. And then the KGB shot its fucking son. Right. And we get to see Batman go hunting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's again, it's again another one of those things of you've now also emotionally compromised Batman again. Mm-hmm. You've taken away... You've, you, you, you're starting... It's, again, when you start putting in the context now of Bane is behind all of this, you've taken away his, his love. You've taken away the city from him, in a way, because you started having the, the people uh, not, not believe in him. You've taken away his son now, and and now he's has he's fighting KGBs and he, he basically leaves him in the snow with a broken neck. And basically yeah. says you'll 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 find a way out. You you'll find a way to survive, which once again like, eh, like it, later on, Harvey Bullock breaks it up. He's like, I mean, <clears throat> uh, you know the the KGB found him and stuff like that. Blah blah. blah. Now you could say that maybe Batman knew that they were in the area and they were gonna find him, possibly, maybe, and he wasn't gonna leave the man there to die, I guess. But you don't know. 
And we also get the first mention of that um, nursery rhyme, the children's book. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it? It was called Animal. Um... I can't remember what it called. Animal Hole or something like that. Yeah. 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 And at first I thought I was thinking it was uh, KGB's father reading to him, but it was. It was That's how it starts. Yeah. It start, yeah. It does start with him. And in the uh, end, it's, it's Thomas Wayne reading it to the animals in the pit. Ooh, it's yeah, he beats the shit out of KGBs. Yeah, rightfully so. I mean, if you get me help, I will tell you who hired me to kill your boy. You're gonna bullet in my arm, a 500, a, a body full of hurt, or a 300 click walker head to mean nothing with snow and ice. I'm the world's greatest detective. I'll find out who hired you and I'll break them too. You can get your own damn help, <laughs> <laughs> right. It's like, goddamn, dude. I'm giving answers. I want to do this the hardest way possible. <laughs> right. 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 Mm. Yeah. Um we get Yeah. Oswald. Yeah. The the tyrant wing really finally brings everything together. You really start seeing that. It's always been a kind of in the background because you see a little bit of it here and there with, with Bane and 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 because they've never really talked, right? You never really see what's really going on with Bane running Arkham or things like that. The Tyrant Wing with Oswald really brings it forward that Bane is literally has all the villains in his pocket and controlling everyone. Um, and um, Oswald comes to uh, well, he Oswald is contracted by. Uh, Bane to, at least you think, to kill Alfred. Um, Os- you also find that Oswald is the one that helped uh, kill those uh, women and, and, and uh, set up uh, Victor. Um, mm-hmm. And um, he tells him, it's like, no, what you're, what you're missing is Bane's behind all of this. Bane is running Arkham City. You don't know. You haven't seen it. But he is controlling everything that you've you've run into the last few months. Like it's been Bane. Yep. And um, Batman goes a little crazy. Um, and goes to Arkham. Batman walks through Arkham. <laughs> I love when he he beats up one of the guards. He goes, "You can the rest. Of you guys can get a bat boot, or you can stand aside." And they were like, "We're gonna stand aside." Enjoy that, Mister Man. Right. <laughs> Um, and he confronts, he confronts, uh, Bane, who is appearing to be not comatose, but like almost like baby-like and he beats the shit out of him. Um, and Gordon comes and tries to stop him and he ends up hitting Gordon to stop him and saying that Bane is running all this. You're not seeing. I love that scene because they're in that white cell and everything's so bright except for Batman. Mm -hmm. It's just such a wonderful juxtaposition. Right, he's begging for his mommy, Bane. It's really bad. And then, like you said, Gordon tries to stop him. You shot my boy. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, after that, you know, Gordon tells him, "You got to get out of here. If you don't get out of here, I'm gonna have them arrest you." Which I'm like, <laughs> that's an empty threat because <laughs> he just walked through Arkham. But then he also follows with, "If that doesn't work, I'll call the damn Justice League." Right. And I'm like, that's a little bit better, but even then, 50 50. No, Gordon's got codes, baby. Gordon no, 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 no. Gordon's got codes. I'm just saying the Justice League stopping Batman. I was like, it's 50 50. If you tie him out with the entire Gotham PD first. <laughs> right. Yeah, okay, okay. okay. If you don't let him get back to the cave. Okay. All right, that's, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I'm just, because the wall. the cave until Bruce get, until Clark Well, another thing, too, is like, you got to think know. of, you, another thing, too, you got to think about it, right? He's like, you call. You, you know, you, you call the Justice League. They're first going to want to talk to Bruce, and I'm like, at this point, the Which way that Bruce, is, they need a they need a second thing to back up Batman because Batman would not want to talk. Yeah, like, oh, yeah. Batman's going crazy. Let's get Batman then. Right. They're, it's like let's yeah. discuss this. Batman's like, no, no, no. You shouldn't have talked it out. <laughs> right. 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 So, um, yeah. So, um, but yeah. Then then uh, Batman goes around and starts beating the shit out of every criminal that's been out of Arkham the last few months, trying to get them to admit. That Bane is not, it, Bane is playing. That Yo, Bane, that Bane smile at the last page of fifty nine. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Oh man. Yeah. Um, 
and 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 you get you get Gordon breaking the bat signal. Like again, this is so so again. What Bane has done now is he's taken his boy. He's now taken. He's now also now taken the belief of of Gordon and Batman in the city. He's literally at this point. Bane is taking Gotham from Batman. That's what this is. Yeah. This is what this is what's happened. This has been the slow burn of sixty issues of watching Bane take Gotham from Batman. And And all the lesser villains think Bane's just in the cell. Yeah. Yeah. They're too scared to lie to Batman. Mm-hmm. Cause they don't know. You know? Um, and it it, it sixty ends with, you know, uh 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 Oswald uh, Cobblepot was being held by um, by Alfred at, uh, at somewhere else, and um, they were uh, in the cave. In, in the cave, I don't was it. I don't think it was the cave though. I think it was. I think they moved him somewhere else, not the cave, but somewhere else. Doesn't matter. It sixty ends with finally. Yeah, they're, in the, they're in the cave because the T Rex is there. Okay, cool, cool. Um, uh, it ends with in sixty with. Thomas Wayne standing over Alfred. Man. Because at this point, you've seen this other Batman. You've seen what you were like. That looks like Thomas Wayne in the background. You've never seen him talk. You've never seen him do anything. But he's always there, at basically, at the, the right beside Bane. Whenever you get the images of Bane kind of in his little throne room in, 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 in Arkham. But you've never really, you know, had anybody actually come out and say that that's Thomas Wayne. Until that last panel. And so now you realize that Thomas Wayne has teamed up with Bane. And when you think about it, it makes sense. Thomas Wayne's whole thing from Flashpoint was the message was don't be Batman. He goes through all this stuff and finds out that his son ends up being Batman. Bane wants to break the bat. Who better to help him this than Bruce Wayne's own father, who who's also Batman, who's also <clears throat> considered the world's greatest detective, and wants his son to stop being Batman. Like that's the setup you end up with by the time you're in sixty, the setup for the rest of the the, the, the end part of this run. The last what was that twenty five issues of this run? Of dealing with this, and I'm sorry, like I get some people just they just don't feel this run. But when you go, when you go into the context of everything that happens and knowing when this, how this ends up, uh, what happens here, this to me, in rereading this, it, it, it's the meat of it. Mm-hmm. For sure, you know, you start seeing the systematic uh, breakdown of 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 Bruce and and and, it, and it's actually complete, right? It's not just. It's not just Batman, right? It, and I think that's the thing that um, uh, 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 Tom King did here was you make Bruce Wayne matter by tying him directly to Batman and then at some points even making Bruce question Batman. You know? Yeah. Question, if I, I deserve to be happy, I can't be happy because of Batman. Do I need to be Batman? You know, it's 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 how Bane realizes he, he can break the bat emotionally. You're never gonna beat him in a in a in a hand to hand combat or anything like that. You gotta you gotta emotionally break him. And and in order to do that, he found somebody who understands what that pain is, Thomas Wayne, because Thomas Wayne is Batman because of the loss of his 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 son and technically his wife too, because wife became Joker in that world. You know. Thomas Wayne understands that pain. You can, and, and this entire run, we, we, we focus so much on Selena saying how much she understands Batman because she gets him because she understands that pain. Well, both Bane and Thomas Wayne also understand that pain. So they're also now the perfect foils for Bruce and Batman to break him because they, they're the ones that can come, come at him from the, from, from the, from the, the, the weak points. They know what those weak right. points are because they, they've lived them. They've, they've had them themselves. And I think to me, that's what makes the Tom King Batman run so great. It's 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 cerebral. It's it's what matters. It, it gets down to the heart of 
of the questions, and it gets you questioning about Batman. When you say things like, well, Batman wouldn't have made a mistake like he did uh, in, that, in the Freeze case, it's like, exactly. When he starts making mistakes, it's like, but he's human. Exactly. He's just like us. He can make mistakes. When you start saying that he can't, well, then you made him a god. Which is always funny, because, right, we, again, online, we always make the jokes about the bat god. Yeah. Right? So he's not a god, so what are we doing? So, I don't know. I don't know. I've I, I really, I really enjoyed these issues. Just a great, another great continuation of the great run. Um, if you're just joining us on the free side, I, I implore you to go get premium and hear about the beginning of the series. Hear about how we're going to end it, and um, yeah. Just, uh, I can't wait to talk more about this, this specific run, because Top King actually absolutely killed it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and, um, and to me, it also helps you help set up to kind of, this is what you have to do to move the character forward. I feel like to move, Batman's not always the character you do, you do this, but sometimes you have to go into that pain and, and it's not always good to break your characters, but with Batman, I feel like you kind of have to sometime because the, the thing that we said before, the thing that draws us to him is watching Batman be broken and then watch how he powers through that. Power through the things that no one would break a normal person. The core of Batman is taking the worst thing that you could ever imagine, a child's parents being killed. Mm-hmm. Using that not as despair, but as fuel for something greater. Right. And that's what this art, this, what this runs about. Yep. What happens if we take away everything from Batman? He comes back because it's not impossible. That's fucking Batman. Well, is, remember that. Remember that. What was it? The annual issue, or no? It was a regular issue mm-hmm. with the with that boy whose parents died too. It's like it's like yeah. you're just, you're just a scared little boy with dead parents. Like, well, what else is what else is Bruce Wayne? Right. All this shit matters. Like all those things yeah. tie back into this, right? You know, you're just a scared little. Like, and it's going to definitely it's come back. It's one of the more thematically consistent runs I've ever read. Absolutely, absolutely. Especially when you reread. Like if you if you mm-hmm. ever gone through this and it didn't hit you that first time because you were reading it reading it uh, month to month or I guess biweekly. I implore you go back and read it. Read it in the and read, read it in the volume volume format. Read read them by volume, and you'll get it then. And you'll see the themes and how the themes tie in and how they work. And it's 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 masterful work, man. So good, really is so good. All right, folks. Um, again, we'll be back sometime in May. Um, for a normal character corner, we'll do it on the Hulk. Uh, for these issues, we'll probably wrap this up as well next month on premium so sign up for there go to premium.mtrnetwork.net and um, there's some other stuff coming out on premium as well we are wrapping up uh we are going to be doing recording today part three of our uh, christopher nolan rewatch we're going to be talking about the prestige and then we're going to wrap up in may with interstellar so been having some fun doing that with roe and brandon so uh sign up for premium you'll get those episodes there as well um and like i said if you want to hear more dpom stay tuned because we'll be he'll be on the uh, insanity check and we have plenty of fun stuff to talk about Ugh. all right folks thank you guys very much for listening and until next time we are out of here peace